We have the situation under control. Under control? I have to tell the Central Committee about this. Do you realize that? What about radiation? Obviously, down here is nothing but in the reactor building. I'm being told 3.6 Rungan per hour. Well, that's not great, but it's not horrifying. Not at all. From the feed water, I assume. Mm-hmm. Hello, and welcome to episode 41 of the Grass and Gear podcast. I'm FN Grasshopper, and as ever, I'm joined by my talented co host, Daniel Gear of Bolivia fame. Say hi, Dan. Hi, Tony. How are you? I'm good, mate. They say life begins at 40, and we are now 41, so is it the case for FM Podcasts too? Well, I would say things can only get better, and that's probably true. Yeah, the only way's up, probably. It's more apt, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> uh, how you doing? Yeah, good. Yeah, Good weekend? Yeah, I did have a good weekend, thank you. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about that more on the yeah, agenda, the agenda uh, today. Um, today's podcast is titled Save, Reveal, Bingo and Chernobyl, which is a big clue of kind of who we've got on as a guest today. Um, he is a blogger and we felt we needed to get him back on the podcast after calling him an English during episode 34, Still Pointless. It's Chris Eady, a.k.m. FM Eadster. Say hi, Chris. Hi, Tony. Hi, Dan. Hi. Right. Thank, you, thank you for joining us. Oh, that's good. Um, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. Yeah, been a uh, bit of a busy week, but uh, starting to slow down now and getting ready for the the full game release. Yes. Looking forward to it now. It's not long now. Um, yeah. This time next week, it would be pandemonium, <laughs> um, anal pandemonium. Um, so <laughs> today's agenda. So what we're going to do today? We're going to play bingo. Um, I, I'm guessing it's a game you, you've heard of and you have played before. Um, hopefully, you've got the gist of that game. No, they don't play it over <laughs> here. Do you not really? Is it? Is it? <laughs> not my joking. <laughs> I don't want to play over there. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to play some save reveal bingo. Um, contestants have a card containing six categories of a save reveal. Um, I'm drawing a content creator at random. I use random loosely. It's just a spreadsheet with a, a formula which generates a name. Um, and then I'll chat about their saves. And you've both got cards that are different. And um, you just have to shout bingo when you feel when you tick off all the things on your on your card, like bingo. Um, <laughs> after that, then we're just going to be talking about Chernobyl um, and FM. Say no more to that. Um, then we've got um, an FM twenty competition to judge, um, where we drew two winners for that. Uh, and then Dan, you're going to ask me some questions about what I did at the weekend. I certainly am. Okay. I hope you're looking forward to them. Uh, I am, um, I'm, I'm a bit worried, but it's not like the other the other week when I gave you the whole podcast. At least it's just a small segment <laughs> where I have to cringe. Um, well, I don't know what I'm, you've done. I'm going to ask the questions so that people want to know the answers to. Okay, that's fine. Um, before we do all of that, we should really spark up a beer. Um, so I'll go first. I'm drinking a Spanish beer, uh, a Madrid beer. Uh, I don't know if I'm butchering the pronunciation. Mahu. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I have. It's Sanco Estrella, Australia. Um, so yeah, I'm going to try that. It's got five star taste. Um, that's me. So yeah. What about you, Dan? I just got a Thatcher's Gold today. I um I didn't. I said to you earlier. I um I was beerless, so I just went to the corner shop, and that was the first thing I could see that I felt like drinking. So you just walked in there. Literally, just walked in there. It's the first thing you saw, and then you just got it. Yeah, that'll do. Okay. <laughs> Did they listen to the pod? The, co- the corner shop? Did they listen to the pod? 
Oh, of course they do. Okay, that's good. I'm no famous around you. I bet you are, yeah. I can imagine that. Um, Edie. Well, I, I didn't want to be predictable and go for Harp again, so I thought I would broaden the listeners' minds and go for another Northern Irish beer called Rockshore. What? There's a, there's another Northern there Irish beer? Yeah. It's brewed by the same company, funny enough. <laughs> right, okay. Um, Harp with it, a different label. Yeah. <laughs> the Rockshore, it's a bit more on the ale end of the spectrum. Right. Um, so it's for the more refined... Uh, connoisseur of beers rather than the Mr. Common who who would drink harp, you know. So why are you drinking it then? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clean up bot mates. <laughs> okay, well, boring fact: I make the boxes for the um, UK release of Rockshore and Harp. But really, so I, I know the drink that Edie's on about. Yeah, could you, yeah, could you I, sign I, me a box? Could you get me a box signed, Dan? I get. I sign you a box. I send it over in a post. I'd yeah. like you to bloody get me some harp. I, I can't seem to find harp in my area. Well, we, we must sell it because we make it for UK di- distribution. Yeah, so we must have it somewhere. I don't, can you yeah. find out where it goes? I'll have a look next time I'm in for you, don't I? Thank you, mate. You see, it's not it's not what you know, it's who you know. And this is a good example. My co- podcast co-host makes boxes and he's going to find me where Northern Irish beer is sold in England. Love it. Um, Perfect. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's spark up. Mm. Mm, not sure if it's five star. Probably three star with maybe one black in terms of potential ability. We'll see how we go. <laughs> um, right, if you guys are okay, we should probably move on to the save reveal bingo. Um, so you've got your cards. Yeah? Say yes? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you'll notice that I've colour coordinated it. So you've got uh, kind of, I would say, orangey red is kind of like the save type. So I don't know what your oranges are, Dan. You can just read out. Um, I'll read them now. I'll get them up a minute. Orange are journeyman and European excluding UK. Yeah. So that's your two save types, that, and I'll be reading out content creators. And I will tell you what the save types, I think they have in their saves and you just have to listen out if you've got one of those um, and then you'll notice medium is in blue so it's kind of the type of type of save it is um, so Dan for example again just tell us what you've got so the blue is YouTube save and network save with more than one person but yeah does that mean a person plus one person so three people or I think I just put network save and then I just infer that that's more than one person but I put brackets not to confuse you which has confused you yeah so thanks for that um, is that's network no problem. save with one person not just a normal game yeah I don't <laughs> <laughs> but yeah exactly I, you can see that I have to go to great lengths with Dan um, so you apologise um, for that <laughs> sorry Dan <laughs> uh, and in green we've got an FM angle so the angle of the save so for example Dan what have you got on your card um, youth Development and Achievement Hunter. Okay. Uh, Edie, I suppose just for the listeners, do you, do you mind just reading out your six um, categories in your your card? Would it be a bad time to mention that I'm a wee bit colourblind? Um, yes, that is... Are, are you completely colourblind? No, these are they're sufficiently different. It's okay. Okay. You didn't tell me that. I, no. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it would be important <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> Come on, it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell us the save types then. What colour are they meant to be? 
<laughs> this is pathetic. Um, okay, they're pink, aren't they? Peach. Yeah, you can call it that if you want. Okay. As I said in the previous podcast, colour is a very social construct. It's subjective. It doesn't matter what you think Indeed. it is. It is peachy. You didn't worry. They're not orange. I don't know where you got orange from, but I just took it out of guess. Orange is a new black, Dan. Not anymore. <laughs> right, I have rest of the world, and that ex- excludes the UK and Europe. And I have to put that bracket just in case Dan got it. You understand it? I do. Yeah. And I have the UK... <laughs> okay, and your medium, so it's a blue colour? Uh, a blogging save and a YouTube save. Okay, and your FM angles? Uh, has a title for the series and a fallen giant. Okay, so I'm just going to draw a content creator at random. Uh, I would say actually at this point that the um, grass and gear formula on Excel of the week is equals index rand between if you want to try this at home. Um, which will generate a, a random value in that in a group of cells. Okay. But is it truly random? Yeah, does true random really exist? I don't yeah. believe so. No. no. I don't believe so. Um, you still with us, Dan? Yeah, i just fallen asleep. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry mate. <laughs> right, uh, okay. So the first creator, Jim G. Ooh. So Jim G, um, he is in... Atletico Madrid for FM20. Um, so he ticks the box for European, excluding the UK. If anyone's got that. Thank you. Um, yeah, so you've got that one, have you done? Yeah. Nice. And he's doing a YouTube save. Thank you. Um, oh, God, good start for Dan. Um, but I also ticked blogging save for this. He did because release he a did, blog, yeah. He did do a blog, and it was a really good blog as well. Um, I did prefer the blog than the video, but the video had something that was pretty impressive. Uh, it was argumented reality save reveal. Never been done before, it was, as far as I know. It was know. really impressive. It was really good. I, I still don't quite know how it happened. How did he do it? Mm. It's, better not what, to, it's better not to know the answers to things like that, do not he? Yeah, I, I, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, but what did you guys think of it? I thought, do you know what? In, like, there's a lot of content in the community... I find it impressive that certain people still find new things to do. And there might be someone else, but I generally had never seen that before. And I think no. I think it's really impressive that he, one, came up with the idea to do it, two, delivered it when, when he did, because it just looked like it was going to be like a vlog. Mm. And then all of a sudden, he just got all, all these pictures floating in the sky and they're walking through them. And I just thought it was really impressive. And it was only two minutes long, so if you haven't watched it, Find it. We will tweet it out. We have already, I think, but we'll do it again. But yeah. honestly, it just like it just amazes me the capability that some people got. You know, you watch some YouTubers and some of like um Proudy and he did he done the lineups before he starts his games and stuff like that. And I think Jim's just blown blown out of the box with something like that. It was just so impressive. If he, you could really use it for blogs, couldn't you? You could have like your your league table and your fixture list as images, and then you just walk around. <laughs> Yeah, I have to ask Jim how he did it now. <laughs> yeah, it kind of it's an, it, maybe Jim got the idea from you, Dan, with the picture book save. <laughs> Definitely, just walk through. Um, so Jim probably just thought, I thought, I, I'll take I'll take Dan's picture book idea and make it argument reality <laughs> in a field with with sheep. Make it better. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the save itself though, Atletico, I was really interested in that save. So that is I could probably now mention that. I can't, Dan. That is the 
save that you kept DMing me about yeah. religiously. Um, D- and daily, yeah, daily. It was <laughs> it was da- daily DMs about Atletico Madrid. <laughs> it's I think it's a really attractive team. I, but I, what I did notice actually when reading Jim's blog was that it seems like a really hard challenge this year. Yeah, especially with the club vision. Yeah, you're expected to challenge the title from day one, and I think that's really hard with with the the, the amount Real Madrid and Barcelona spend on players. Hmm. Yeah, the squad's just had a bit of an overhaul too in real life, so you have to yeah. get that all sorted as well. I, yeah, exactly. I'm surprised that more people, I suspected more people, especially with, um, what's his name? I, I'm not going to be talking about it. Spanish, or I just say Felix. Um, yeah, is um, gone there with the, for the movie. There's being a wonder kid and all that. I was expecting there to be a bit more of a Athletic Madrid here, but it doesn't seem to be. Yeah. Jim's the only one I've seen. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, which, um, which is quite unique in itself because it's such a big club. Yeah. So well done, Jim. Well done, Jim. Um, very good work. So, are you ready for the next content creator? I, I just wanted to point of order just. <laughs> You see the way he did a YouTube save and you're saying a blogging save. Am I ticking both of those as I have them both? Oh, do you have both, do you, on your I videos? Have, I have blogging and YouTube. So is that, um, is that two for me or just one? Uh, good point. I didn't, I didn't think this far ahead, ED, and you're discovering a very real limitation of the podcast itself. Should I report it on the forums? Or? Uh, you can, yeah, you should be doing that, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, you can tick off two if you want. <laughs> Um, we're feeling generous aren't we Dan yeah we are generous I should say that actually this is for a Friday follow if a win's bingo oh, that's important then brilliant yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so your next content creator is Zed Wilson 87 um, so Zed's back b- blogging yes um, mm. and he's doing a save with AZ Alkmaar uh, in Holland in the Netherlands so uh, speaking a lot of Dutch now that I've been with um, Guido uh, for the weekend um, so Zed is doing a blogging save and it's focusing I, I've put here you might you might disagree here but I've put youth development as an angle because they've got two really good wonder kids or even more than two but the one that stand out for me is the um, is it Boadu up front and you've got Owen um Windau, I think, is a winger. Yeah, Calvin, um, Calvin Stacks or something. Stanks. Yeah, there's that one as well. Yes, I think they've got a really good like, dare say, golden generation coming through in AZ Alkmaar, and they look really good in the when I powered at FM20 beta and looked with him. Um, I think it's a good choice for a save, and I think he's gonna kind of take that generation and play some nice fancy football. What do you reckon, Dan? Yeah, it's um, it was another good choice to be fair. Um. Again, like you say, they have got a good crop of youth there, and it is another team that I was expecting more people to pick up. But it's, um, it's definitely interesting to see if they can carry on the production line of the youth coming through. Especially with um, being in Holland, they need majority of the clubs need to sell, do sell, and they've got a constant um, line of youth coming through or buy him from smaller clubs around them. So it'll be interesting to see and obviously how he competes with Ajax. Yeah. Yeah. Um will will RT um Zed's blog post from the G and G account if we haven't done so already. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. Yeah, <laughs> yep. The the community's better with Ed Wilson active in it, <coughs> I think. 
you know. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he used to be somebody, <laughs> and he's kind of reinvented himself. He's actually changed his name to Zed, by the way. Zed. That's why I'm continuing with Zed. Yeah. Um, so he he's kind of rebranded. Zed Wilson. Um, yeah. So are, are we saying that 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 save has a title? Isn't it? Uh, isn't it Ed Zed and me or something? Oh, did it? I didn't tick it. Man, <laughs> shows you much attention I took. <laughs> to the, uh, <laughs> Is that the title of the series? Or is that is that just the title of his blog post? Yeah, if only we had them all. Luckily, we don't. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I think because we were generous last time, Edie, we won't give it give you another one. Okay, well. I'll allow it. And did anyone else score it? Uh, I did. Yeah, youth development. Youth development. Okay, so that, that's popular this year, isn't it? Obviously, I'm taking a youth development approach. Yeah, quite a few. Quite a few other people are as well. Hopefully, get a class of nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Um, yeah, there was a bit of grief today on Slack, but I still stand by my decision. That's right. For, li- you can for listeners, or, I you can live all day by your decision. It's fine. Li- little sidetrack, um, <laughs> just for listeners. I'm decide. I'm in Uruguay with Peñarol this year, and I've decided to do start my game in December. 2018 so I'm basically doing the 2019 campaign I have a choice he found a time machine in his garage well whatever way I have a time machine because if not I'll be starting basically in December 19 and I'll be playing the 2020 campaign you could easily wait a week after production um, release sorry and then you'd be there wouldn't you not happening mate not happening and the reason for that is because I want an extra year of youth development the key point there being youth development of real players okay so those 18-year-olds in the squad that are now 19 in real life, they'll be with me for next year. I can polish them, sculpt them how I want them to play, and then they can go and flourish. And if any listeners can comment on the, our tweet out of this episode, if they can name any players that Tony have had success with being youth before, feel free. I've, <laughs> in every save, I've had one or two. Come on. I'm... I'm not a manager as like a class golden generation, but I don't edit or anything, so I just have like one or two that come through. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Um, next creator. Go on, then. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, next one is Mike Accordin, who's been on the podcast uh, a couple of times before. Um, he is doing a Red Bull Salzburg save, and uh, that's in Austria then. Um, it's a blogging save, and that's youth development. So have, have we just scored the basically the same things there for you guys? See, to be fair, I'm lucky you put more than one person in brackets, because I might have thought you meant network clubs for Red Bull. So thanks for putting that in brackets. <laughs> no problem, no problem. <laughs> um, Red Bull Salzburg, so Mike says he's going to win the, the European Champions League in five years, <coughs> which made me laugh a lot. Do you think he can do it? Erling Haaland, he'll win everything, surely? I I think he's got a good chance of maybe winning the Europa League in five years. He explicitly says Champions League in his blog post. I appreciate it says Champions League, but I'm just offering my opinion. Yeah, I bookmarked it. I think he could probably do the Europa League in five years. Champions League, I think he's going to struggle, I mean. He got a complete season first, I don't think he did that on FM19. No, that could be the harder part of the save, really. Um, yeah, good point. Um, yeah, Edie mentions a good point. Obviously, Haaland's there. A lot of people are signing um, Haaland. Um, I, couldn't get him, I couldn't get him to come on the beta to Man United. 
Oh, really? No. Can't really blame him at the moment, can you? He just, he just went, no. Just outright refused. Well, yeah. and he, got, he wants European football, doesn't he? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm guessing you didn't score anything there because no, we would, we've already done that as our criteria. Okay, so the next creator is FM Adventure, probably Northern Ireland's, I'd say, best blogger right now. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so Matt is doing a save with Glentoran, his hometown club. That's um, terrible, Tony. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, he's doing Glentoran. He's doing a blogging save, and he has a title for his series. Yes. Um, and I put I put Matt down here in my comments section here, and uh, just because obviously he's noticed huge data research errors um, or oversights, you could say. So basically, uh, Glenn Torrens' um, takeover was not in the game. Um, I guess a lot of their staff was missing from that. I don't know, but yeah, but for I don't know how I could that be overlooked. Yeah, I can understand. You know, if they were a small team in England or something, and it gets overlooked, but they are the, one of the biggest two teams in Northern Ireland. So for them to get a takeover, it's been massive news here. It's on the news all the time. There's yeah, all the sports reports. You know, it's been on there. The whole lead up to the AGM where it was decided, you know, it was on Facebook. You know, it's on Facebook you, you, exactly. You couldn't like have missed it, it <laughs> if you were doing Northern Ireland research at all. You couldn't have missed yeah. it. Yeah. So impossible. yeah, I don't know about you guys, but obviously using beta and to be fair to Matt, like he used the beta, like you should do. He kind of looked at his club, Faro Five Two and Co, and reported it. Um, not convinced that the researcher's response was adequate if I'm honest he just kind of said oh yeah you know it's, it's a beta but I would probably want that stuff done before beta to be honest but I'm hoping for him that it's going to be fixed if not he's got an editor job on the go yeah yeah they, they, yeah. they actually have done a lot of work good work around in the community and stuff and um, they're talking about rebuilding the club and stuff and they're putting money in and they're attracting sort of the locals back to the ground for different reasons not just football so it's part of the community again and it, yep. it's made a real difference and I, I think the I think the Glens will, will rise again um, which will be great for, for East Belfast it was always East Belfast at Glentorn and West Belfast at Linfield and there was a massive rivalry and um, that's died to death this last 10 years because the Glens have been rubbish mm-hmm. mm, yeah well let's hope FM Adventure sorts him out yeah he will I know he will yeah okay so out of interest how many have you got left? Three. Three. Oh dear, okay. So the next uh, content creator is Creators. It's Curti and Herb. Big Herb the Nerd. Woo! Um, they are doing a UK save because they're doing, I think, Celtic and Rangers. Oh, okay, yeah, got that. Um, it's a network save, so it's more than one person because they're not, you know, conjoined twins. They are two separate entities. Um, and it is being hosted on Twitch. Um, I don't think it has a title series. Actually, I made a note. Actually, I was I was quite critical that it doesn't have a series title, and I thought that was quite poor for a Twitch save. Yeah, they're yeah. normally they're normally good on that. Yeah, maybe that was a conscious choice to be different, but um, nah, didn't score well there, boys. Uh, no series title. Um, Curry could be devastating on his dog walk this <laughs> Let us lets the dog off the lead and just walks the other way. Um, <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So it's so it can rain. I don't. I have not been watching any of this, Dan. But have you been watching any of the save? I what? I think it was the first one, the second one. 
and um, her was, um, shall we say, dominating the scene a little bit. But judging by Twitter, um, Kurt had a big, a big win last night, which was Monday night. And um, according to Curtie, conveniently, Herb can't um, do it tonight. Whether he oh, right, whether so. he sunk in or whether he generally has plans, Curtie wasn't mm. elaborating on that. But you know, <laughs> he does strike me as a sulker. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Uh, he probably is sulking. Okay. Do they have a set time, Dan? Do, do they go on like a certain time at night or? Yeah, it's, no, it's normally on a evening. They normally do it. Um, I think it's around normally around seven or eight o'clock. I mean, actually, I think I think it was the first or second one I caught, and I just been following the um, updates on Twitter. Really, I've been watching Curtis YouTube save morning the uh, Twitch thing. But um, yeah, it's interesting to watch the banter of them. But to be fair to them, they're giving it a good go at each other. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, how many are you on now? I got left. I got. Two. I need two more. Oh, two more. What about you, Ed? Same, two here. Okay. Right. Let's see what we can do. Uh, we've, yeah, we've now got Sog FM. Um, so Sog FM is joining me in Uruguay. He's so that qualifies as rest of the world. If anyone's got that, I do. Is that a, net, uh, is that a network save? No, it's not. It's a blogging save. Um, and it's focusing on youth development. Um, just mentioned him. Obviously, it's Uruguay. Uh, which is nice. Joining me seems like um, Germany for FM nineteen, Uruguay for FM twenty. Everyone's going. There. It is. It is funny that obviously like no one. I think Loki Doki did Uruguay either last year or year before, but like you never see anyone in there. And then obviously Sog, who's a blogger, and we've we've we spoke before in the past. We both decided we've not actually spoken about where we're going until we revealed, and we're both revealing the same country. Um, it, it's a small world, literally. It's not the same team as you, though, is he? No, he's going defensive sport in, so he's actually got well, quite a good challenge because of youth development, because obviously they've got a great academy, nice purple kit. Uh, I know what you're going to say, Dan. You're going to say that I chose a bigger, easier club. <laughs> well, I, I, to be I, fair, I, just know you. I, I read your blog post, Tony, and it said, easiest club to choose in Uruguay, your club. I didn't write that. Um, Vincent wrote that particular nation. Whose website is it on? It's on my website, Thank but you, you know. That's, that's what I needed in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yeah. Um, so we wish Sog well. Obviously, it's not a network save. It could have been a network save, I suppose, me and him, but obviously he's Australian, yeah, yes, so yeah. that would have been difficult with the time zones. So, um, genuine question. Are you going to compare yourself to his save if he's there, like, winning titles in, um, winning on the continental stage and you're struggling to get back into it? <laughs> Are you going to feel a bit like um, undermined? Um, I'm taking an approach of obviously youth development and, and, and adhering to my club vision values. So my club vision is obviously um, sign reputable players and youth development. So I, I'm just, I'm in my own bubble, Dan. I'm just focusing on my save. <laughs> um, it's probably the right answer. <laughs> I'm sure it won't be on slap. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So next up, content creator wise, we've got Lutterworth Fox. He's doing a journeyman, if anyone's got Ooh. that. Um, and I believe it's in Norway. Uh, and it's a blogging save. But interesting FM angle, it's uh, an achievement hunter. But bingo! Oh, Dan's oh, one. Come on. Jesus, sorry. Fix us in again. Sorry. Um, 
Yeah, do you? I'm gonna a question for you guys. Do you keep an eye on achievements? No. No, me neither. No, not at all. No. Um, but there's people, obviously, like Lutterworth Fox and other few that are really focused on it. Uh, it's a new dynamic to playing FM. If I'm honestly, when it pops up in that little box in the right hand corner, it annoys me more than anything. Usually, trying to press confirm or something. And yeah, like, I'd like to be able to click on it. You can't click on it and yeah. then be taken to what it actually means. Yeah, you got, so, you've got got to go in the game, haven't you, on Steam yeah. and look at it. But it's like, it pops up and I'm like, for fuck's sake, I'll wait a minute now for the fucker to go down. <laughs> Story of your life, Dan. <laughs> well, <laughs> if it lasted a minute, either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dan, so, well done, you've won the Friday follow. Congratulations, um, Dan, that's brilliant. But well done. I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Obviously, we wanted to do a few... No, that just talking about people's saves and, and getting into the FM20 hype and I thought bingo would be nice yeah it was I good went into a new good game cheers mate thank you um, right so that's item 2 on the agenda done we've done that um, we're going to focus more on ED because it's one of the reasons why we brought him here um, to talk about his Chernobyl save um, so I've got a few questions for ED okay um, just as a strap line though do you want to just say just in like a very short one or two sentences, what your save is for FM20, just in case anyone didn't read the very good blog post you put out last week. You're talking to me, sorry? I'm talking to you, yeah. Okay. You're yeah. doing the Chernobyl save. I am. Yeah, basically, following on from what I did last year with uh, Ruslan Shapiga, he's been sent off now to clean up the mess in uh, Chernobyl. So I haven't done a save where I've built a club up from the bottom for a long time so I thought it would be a good idea to, to do that so he's going to go in and we're going to create a club uh, called FC Pripyat that used to exist and yep. we're going to rebuild it and take it back up to the, the top division in, Europe, in, in the Ukraine Good stuff So my, my first question was going to be very boring and stupid and just ask why, why Chernobyl um, um, but I really want to ask you um why did you think that would be a good narrative and base for an FM story? Well, every every year when I do a save, I sort of I base it on something that's happened in the year or something that I've read or something that interests me. So last year I had Angie because like the Russian World Cup was on and I'd read a book about you know how Russia got so big and stuff. So uh, this year the Chernobyl HBO series was on. I think the world watched it. I think. Yeah, I know we were messaging quite well, obviously yeah. weekly about it. it really good. Yeah, you put me onto a podcast of it, which was, was really good to follow along with the, the guy that wrote it. Yeah. So, like, I got really into it, you know, mm-hmm. going down little rabbit holes on the internet all around the deserted city and what happened yeah. and why it happened. And so it's just a fascinating story, obviously, isn't it? Obviously. Yeah, it's, you know, take football management for all of it. it is, it's an amazing story, you know, what's happened mm-hmm. there and, you know, a temporary evacuation that's. And they've never been back, you know. Yeah, and there's like so much stories of heroism that you don't really realise. Well, I didn't know that until the. Did it? Did it remind you a bit of Belfast? <laughs> well, it's not quite as bad over here, but you know. You know. I just want to apologise for anyone from Belfast or Chernobyl right now. <laughs> yeah, things didn't quite get to the nuclear stage here, but yeah, it was it was bad enough, I guess. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but, so there's lots of stories around like the cleanup and stuff, for example, uh, that I didn't really know about. I thought they kind of just got themselves out of there and left it, more or less. Yeah. But like no. people basically laid down their health, 
And yeah, lads. they sent the boys in, didn't they? Sent yeah. all the fire in. And, yeah. I found so, it really interesting that um, Andre said the other day, Geesey Renzi, that he was born like two months after it happened, and it was like only so many kilometres away from where it actually happened. Yeah, so, yeah, it's much closer than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It probably explains a little bit, doesn't it, Dan? <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah. Yeah, so I started to sort of coalesce around this idea of, of doing something, and it, it followed on the Eastern European angle with my character and and the fact that it, the, the reason Chernobyl really happened was because of communism and the secrecy surrounding it so it kind of all just started to fit and sort of right about June time I started to think I could maybe do this you know yeah excellent um, so it leads on to my second question more about the FM side to it so obviously you're using the editor in FM20 yes. um, I just wanted to ask you because I, I don't really touch the editor not for like probably about a decade now in the early FMs but how daunting of a task is it? Um, have you tried to keep your edits as simple as possible and to ensure you don't run into difficulty? Yeah. I've fiddled about on FM19's editor to try and replicate what I want to do. So in terms of making the leagues, I think you could run into trouble very quick. I've never touched the editor in my life. So that's a reason that I wanted to do it. It's learn something yep. new, do something different. So Discover yourself. Exactly. So <laughs> I went in and... You see the leagues, you go, oh, this is simple enough, I can do this. But actually getting the getting the promotion and relegation accurate as to how it really is, is very difficult, I think, for someone that's so you, Have you put then Piripat into a Ukrainian league structure? What I have managed to do is download uh, an expansion pack that someone else has done. So they have created the leagues system right. down to the, the fourth tier. In, and I have managed to edit in Pripyat in the fourth tier as an amateur team, just starting from scratch. Excellent. But okay. The reason I didn't do create a club was two reasons really. You, you couldn't get the league structure down that far, so in Ukraine it would only be the second division. So I don't really think a team can just appear in the second division. Yeah. And also, to create a club, you have to create it within the framework of what is already there. So, for example, there's no city called Chernobyl. There's no city called Pripyat in the game. Right. So your only option is really to say they're from Kiev. And I kind of thought, you know, I didn't really want the game thinking that I'm from Kiev and you're, you've got all that, you know, you're going up against Dino Kiev for youth players and stuff. So I've actually edited in a city called, I've made, I've made Pripyat the city in the editor. Yep. Uh, and then you can assign your club to that city in the editor. Interesting. Uh, and then you have to make the stadium. So I've made the stadium. Um, if you read my blog post, you'll see that the stadium never actually got played in. So part of the narrative is that they're, they're going to go and build the stadium. And yeah. that's how it should have been. So I've put in, you know, it was 10,000 uh, capacity or something, I think. Yeah, 10,000 and 5,000 seating and all that kind of stuff. So I added all that in. Um, yeah, so. Great stuff. Yeah, it was yeah, good. I'm, I enjoyed doing it. But uh, need I'm, really, I'm really excited because I know you've, you've taken a long, you've been thinking about this for months. So, yeah. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. Um, my question, just another one about the editor, really, but I suppose you haven't done it yet because you need to wait on the editor being released. But mm -hmm. have you thought about an FM20 club vision in game? Um, is it something you would edit in, or would you just kind of like do your club vision outside as if it was like an FM19 save? Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure if the, the option will be in the editor to edit that in or if that sort of thing is a function of the information you give it about the club. So 
you have to. So what do you what do you reckon the club vision would be? Do you think? Well, the club is going to be sign local players because that's what Ukraine teams did at the time. Yeah. Um, and then have a style of play in mind that I'm going to try and do. So I'll put that in. I'm going to talk about more about that in my next blog post. Um, okay, so we won't, we won't, we won't delve too far into yeah, it. Yeah, and the, yeah. the only real aim for the save is to make the club viable and to get it into the top division. And if I manage that, I'll be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I, I will literally start with nothing. I'm not going to have any money, no staff. Well, I might have one person because I'm going to maybe have a bit of narrative around that. Are you going to add to basically the guy that was in the first blog post? Um. Yes. Yes, okay. He's true. He's true. By the way, I didn't make him up. Yeah, yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw. Um, we won't spoil it for for listeners, but um, yeah, that, there's a, there's a character reference in the in the first blog post that you yeah, might want to hear he about. He sounds like quite the man. <laughs> yeah, he definitely does. I'm I'm surprised he's still alive. To be honest, yeah, I think he is um, too. Uh, there's an interview with him on Facebook somewhere that I found, and yeah, he went back to Pripyat and stuff and took them around where mm. he was and things. It was really interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my penultimate question then was about just us. We've we've collaborated a few times now, bringing our manager characters together in kind of like a shared FM blogging expanded universe. Yes, I love that kind of thing. Um, yeah, do do you think more people will and should do this I've, in the future? I've always liked that kind of thing. Like I remember, I remember being at home watching like my mom would be watching Coronation Street and EastEnders, and a character would go to the train station out of EastEnders, and I was like, well, why doesn't he go up the up the north, and then, and then appear on Wednesday night in Carnage Street. You know, yeah I, I, yeah, I like that kind of thing, and I think our two characters, you know, are actually sort of blend well together, um, and I like to do yeah. it. And it's something I would like to do more. You know, at at other people, I thought if things worked out in a certain way with certain save narratives, you could maybe overlap with them. And I was going to say to them about it, but. I thought they would just think it was being a saddle, so I didn't bother asking. Well, I, I'm glad there's another saddle along with me now doing that yeah. kind of shit, so it's good. As <laughs> I um, say, so my last question in uh, ED is, is, is this a one-club save, uh, or could you see Ruslan Shabiga moving on, um, either within Ukraine or beyond? No, it'll, it'll be a one-club a one club save if, if I don't get the sack, obviously. Uh, yeah. I think if he gets the sack, he'll be, he'll be no longer with us. You know, he's on his last chance, you know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and also working where he's working, you know. I don't know how long he's going to last anyway. You know, so it, it'll be yeah, a, that's true. It'll be a one, yeah. a one season, a one, a one, a one sea of wonder. I think. Yeah, lovely. Um, good luck with the save. I'm going to be reading every every word you write. So yeah, yeah, good luck to it. It's interesting, and like I said, it's um about Jim earlier. It's nice to see people still finding ways to be original and uh, like uh, inflated community where ideas have been. Like using reused again, it's it's a really good idea. Really looking forward to following it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I enjoy doing it. You know, I enjoy sort of. I find it pretty quickly that I like I like reading save updates and stuff. I like I like all that and seeing how people are doing. But I got bored writing them because I do that kind of thing in work. I just sort of you know describe what I see in work all the time, and I found it was writing save updates like you just print out your results and go we won two one, then we had a good game on one three one. Then we got beat. It was terrible, you know. So it didn't inspire me to write. So I enjoy writing this kind of thing. And I know it's not everyone's taste, but uh, sure, who cares? It's just for it's just for me and, and whoever wants to read. So I'm happy enough. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, thank you, Eddie. Uh, so that probably takes us on to the GNG FM20 competition judging. Oh yes. Um, 
so we all need to just chip in with our thoughts really to the the thread on Twitter. So we just for listeners, we ask obviously we we given away two codes uh, this evening for FM twenty. Uh, we ask people to either draw your favourite FM player from a previous FM edition. Uh, alternatively, you could re- recreate your favourite ever FM goal. That could be video, GIF, drawing, text, anything. Um, so I don't even want to handle this, Dan. Should we just scroll through the threads together and just... Yeah, we can, if we all, choose, show, we all choose one, and then we can decide which one of those three is the worst. Okay, so shall we focus in on the, on the favourite player at first? <coughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah, well, we, we, we do that then. Favourite player, we choose one each, and then we decide which one's the winner. And then we do the other half. That'd be better, wouldn't it? Okay. So uh, I just want to point to you, there's one guy, uh, Avias Shakura, has done Andy Carroll. Have you seen that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, was that like I, the I, stick man? It's, yeah, it's a female... Know, I wanted to know what it, that is about. I think there's issues to discuss. I like it. Yeah, I, I like it. It's, it's, it's different. <laughs> I quite liked... Um, Rob Watson Lang, he's done Carlos Vieira on I, uh, yeah, post it. Oh, that was good. Yeah. yeah, he's got a Mexican flag there as well. Yeah, I, I love that. I like that he's put it on, on the box, on the box of 2011, yeah. which I presume is the save he's from. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah that's, that, that, that added like a little bit extra twist to it for me. Okay, well, if we're all free, we can just do that one. Um, that is very good. I'm just scrolling through now. Uh, there are some awful ones. Um, <laughs> yeah. I also had Mad I FM. I had him on, on a short list. That he had uh, a utility player that he liked. So he just basically yeah. put him in every put him everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that, that was good. That was funny. Um, I'm I'm happy to go with obviously Carlos Fierro. Yeah, I think I think that's quite clever. He's obviously found the box that, that from the CVs come from. Yeah. I think that's quite a good one. So that that is at Rob Watson Lang. Okay, so we're giving away that code to him. So well done, Rob. Well done, Rob. Well done. Well done. Um, so now we need to choose a recreation of their favourite ever FM goal. So <laughs> video, GIF, drawing, text, anything. There was one from random. Did you find people were doing real life goals? Yeah. Yeah, I was confused. I was confused by some of the entries all over, to be honest. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, um, I quite liked um, the one I saw was from Will, which is um, Incisive Ings. Oh, uh, yeah, he yeah. Kind of, he's kind of got like a storyboard of like the player, um, then it goes to a penalty shootout, and then the victory of the fans, and then to the Premier League. I thought it was quite good. Yeah, that's quite good, that one. Um, I see that one. Um, let's have a look at that. There was one that was um, Daryl Gouliard. He did a volley from Aaron Collins in Forest Green, and he used um, it looks like Burnley, a Burnley goal going in. It was quite good. They used the goal that not from the same team, but the style of goal it was. Ah, okay. Um. Yeah, the one the one I liked was was by Random Penguin. It's toward towards the end, and he's got yeah, he's got like look. the the goalkeeper's way out of position, and yeah, it's actually quite a good drawing, I think. <laughs> but yeah, uh, happy to go with you guys. You know, which which one was that? What yeah. do you what do you think, Dan? What you, did you see? Oh, yeah, Random Penguin. I see that now. Oh, that's really good. It looks nice. Yeah. Let's have a look. What do you say? So, 
Um, I draw like a baby. Uh, help spelt wrong. Anyway, I still have no idea what was the goalkeeper doing here. Um, oh, I quite like that one. No, right, I, that I quite one. like it. Yeah. I quite like it. Yeah, we'll give it up. Okay. So, yeah, random penguin. Which is at underscore R3W1ND <laughs> underscore that idea. I bet you regret saying that one. Didn't you? With that name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so well done, random penguin. You've won FM twenty. Well done, well done, guys. Uh, we should say we, we should say to the winners to DM us because we're hoping that they're going to listen to the pod. Yeah, it might not, it might not happen like that. <laughs> That's right. We're just going to Some people be... might say if they don't by a certain time, you have to redraw. <laughs> oh, redraw. Oh, yeah, redraw, redraw. <laughs> Excellent. You've been waiting to put that pun in, haven't you, there, uh, Ed? Well done. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, two days worth that. Anyway. So Dan, can you make a note of that before we forget? Yeah, I've done that. I've, I've taken um, screenshots of the two winners. You've done you've done the admin. Well done. Um, it, that kind of leads us on the agenda now to just you, Dan, kind of chucking a few questions my way if you want to do it. Yeah, yeah. As, um, so obviously you went to the SI headquarters again on the weekend. I'm starting to feel a bit like duping and get left out every year, but you know. Yeah, well, I should I should say that <laughs> the reason why I was invited last weekend, obviously, it was the like of the byline events. Obviously, yeah. The byline was something to set up this year. It was kind of like a pilot just to see. How written content would do on sport like on the FM website. Um, they are very vanilla pieces, but they're just they're just as Wednesday wisdoms as it's known. So just short, snappy articles, just to kind of help people think about FM differently. Or it could be a new feature, it could be a tactic, it could be a player role. Um, so the guys at the SI and just invited a few people down, um, and luckily I was one of them. So I was very fortunate to have two years running of SI visits. Um, and that was the reason why I was there. That's good. It's nice to uh, see him and um, invite you guys along and do that with you. But and I think the, the good news is the byline is probably it will it will continue into FM twenties. It has been a success. They're very happy with it. And I would say that I think they're quite appreciative of written content. It's just something we've never really had before in the past. It, it always felt it was going very visual, um, but there is still a place for written content. And I think having that byline site um, either for interviews um, other stuff they do and the, and the Wednesday Wisdoms is, is really refreshing to hear um, and they, they were quite admitted like not everything worked last year there's some things they need to refine but generally the Wednesday Wisdoms they did like and it was you know getting good comments and bringing in traffic well that, that's what led on to my first question which was um, what are your thoughts on SI community engagement in the recent years um, I think it's, it's improved definitely massively I think there was a time where I think they just used to promote content um, but it always felt as if you had to DM them and then shout about your own stuff and then there's always a licensing restriction whereas now it just works better they, they kind of give you the licensing restrictions um, and you just kind of do what you want really and they're, they're, they're more flexible I think at hosting work and stuff yeah, um, I think the, uh, the quality is definitely improving what they're putting out. They need to just put out um, Chris Darwin's five tips and whatever. Yeah, it was exactly that. I think they they admit basically they at last week that you know the clickbait articles is is done elsewhere anyway. Yeah, they don't they don't need to write that kind of you know wonder kids um, or just stupid little like literal. I don't know what they were yeah, really. They were kind of like press releases, weren't they? Really, um, that just said nothing about how to play the game. Yeah. Um, their unique selling point really is FM 
um, and playing FM. So that's what they should focus on, not the clickbait. And I think they've they they understand that now, which is really good. Um, and I think certainly, you know, it's I think written content is at the heart of, of kind of like their, their their strategy towards content. Whereas it did feel like it was going very visual, and there's nothing wrong with visual, but. I, what they were saying is obviously you can sculpt the blog, you can kind of tailor it for the reader and how they play the game, and it can actually act as an aid. Whereas kind of with a with a video, if you get it wrong or you've got to change things, you've got to re-record the whole thing. It's very time-consuming. Yeah, yeah. So they probably realised that, and I think I think both can still work. Like they still did a really good video this year with the interactive. Um, was it the save narrative yeah, they did? Where you goes, it, it was very good. Um, but they also did very good blogs as on as a side about the new roles and the yeah. uh, new feature sorry um and I just think basically they you know they've got their act together really it's refreshing so I think it has improved the answer to yeah, your question um well your next question, which is what everyone wants to know is can you rate the other content creators dress sense and who was best dressed this year? Uh, well, the, the best dress is probably me. But you, um, do you say you? Can I vote me? <laughs> I don't know. Samo was dressed uh, in a in a bland t-shirt, black. I think it was just black t-shirt, jeans. It's just kind of like, yeah, okay, he's he's fine. He's Scottish anyway, so he's probably really warm anyway. <laughs> in there. Um, then the rest really was just tracksuits. I didn't. To be fair, I didn't have to make much of an effort. If I'm honest. Well, um, did, were you comfortable? Because you, I noticed you had like nine layers on again. I didn't. I, look, I, I, I kind of dressed down really. I had a, I had a new super dry hoodie that I bought. It was very comfortable, and it's a hoodie, so it's not like I dressed up. <laughs> um, was that that big muff ha- thing? You were the, the the muff thing was the actual background. Uh, vinyl that I was behind. Oh, oh, in front of. Sorry, it wasn't actually my hood. Oh, I thought uh, it was. It, 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 no, no, it's not a Blazing Squad. It did look like Blazing Squad there. <laughs> um, but no, you know, I had I had black socks on. I wasn't white sock socking it. So, um, I like to think I made the effort. But to be fair, like, I, you know, if Proudy was there, I probably would have gone a next level because Proudy always does well in these kind of things. He dresses really well. <laughs> um, so I probably, if I'd known there was like Proudy, I would have upped my game a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Next question: were you, were you banned from using the tap this year after your obsession last year? Um, oh, with the tap, I feel like I've got a real connection with this tap. It's uh, it's really good that I've invited, obviously, to football manager again and to chat to SI employees. It's really good, but it's good to. I'm at the point now where really the tap is the main attraction for me. Um. And I missed the tour basically, but when uh, I think I took a photo as soon as I got there of the tap, I just you know one of the first things I did <laughs> go and see my love. And Tom Tom did say basically that he missed that out on the tour, which is a shame. Um, but no, the tap's in good condition; it works fine. There's no need to change anything. Do they remember you? I don't. He doesn't have feelings, Dan, but I remember it. <laughs> That's the main thing. Um, but no, that. You know, this, you can get those taps on the market, but it just feels nice. It's just, it's just a lovely kitchen area. It really is. You've got you've got all the the wardrobe space you need. You've got a beer fridge. You've got a beer beer tap kind of thing. It, they're very lucky to be working there. It puts my kitchen to shame in uh, work. 
where we can't really muster even a microwave. <laughs> There's health, health and safety issues there, Tony. You know, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see this happen, mate. Really good. My next question is: What was the most interesting thing you learned about your visit about the game? Sorry, what was the most interesting thing you learned on your visit about the game? Okay, so I spoke a lot to Seb, who's kind of on the forums quite a bit. Um, he does a lot of feature work. I think he was on the Five Stop recently. Yeah, he was, yeah. Um, and we were just chatting, obviously, about training and stuff. And we got onto the subject kind of like uh, of like match condition going into a game. And because I know he kind of, he's had, SI have done a really good job lately of kind of bringing in um, football coaches uh, who do training and understand the game to come in and advise SI to come and develop it properly. And kind of what he was saying was basically a lot of people, and I'm one of them, were always hung up on kind of like, I must select my players that are 90% conditioned before a match. And really, he just kind of said, that's rubbish, you don't have to. Um, you can have like 80%, 85% because, and he used the example of Vardy in the Premier League uh, campaign when they won the title. I think he had like a wrist injury for the whole season. Yeah, He was probably like 80% uh, match condition. And and Seb says like, start of every season, you will have players that have been run ragged during the fitness and really intensive. And, you know, they might be carrying a knock, a muscle strain or whatever, but come that first day of the season everyone will say they're fit they want to get in that team mm. um, so that's something for me to take back really thinking okay I shouldn't really be hung up much on the match condition I should just really play my best team if I can um, of course they're going to get injuries that's fine but you know I, th- I think the injuries it. have really improved this last couple of years I- I'm loving all the two day knocks and three days little injuries to pick up and it's, it's yeah, far well, better than it used to be I think Seb was saying it was only like it's, it's only like 80% like you don't get all the injuries you do get in real life really yeah. it's, it's toned down because there's obviously anarchy when people get too many injuries or real life figures um, I think it's just go for it real life you know but anyway yeah that was probably the, that was probably the most interesting like match uh, FM discussion I had but there is okay. other, there's another thing I found really interesting as well if you want me to go into that okay um, just about emerging markets uh, around the world of FM, so obviously we we're, we're in a bubble of like English speakers and stuff. But what I have noticed from doing the Wednesday Wisdoms is obviously when my post gets translated into Turkish, I just get shitloads of Turks tweeting me, and uh, the fandom for FM in Turkey is growing, and also in South Korea as well, and they're just like very emerging markets. So a few years ago they were only selling like hundreds of copies, whereas now it's like ridiculous amounts in South Korea so if any YouTuber or streamer that really wants to hit should really go to South Korea and start speaking Korean um, <laughs> I, I can say hello in South Korean because one of Morgan's mates is South Korean so uh, as a starter you could say Anyang which means hello uh, just, just do that in a stream and I think you might get loads of people in I might put, I might put it in a blog post yeah yeah Anyang yeah. Hesayu at the start it's fine um, so that was very interesting. Um, what else? Uh, we spoke about licenses with Tom quite a bit. So obviously, he's the PR. Uh, you know, everyone wants the Premier League, but it's probably unattainable, really. It's really hard to get. The way licenses are tendered is just completely different from country to country. So you'll get German that have, like, um, what, in a tender, what you call lots. So you'll sell uh, a mobile game, you'll sell 
the rights to the management simulation game, you sell the rights to the football simulation, which would be FIFA, for instance. And it's easier for SI to kind of to bid to that because you kind of bid, you bid for your own little niche game. Whereas when you get to the Premier League, it's obviously the whole rights and you just know that EA are probably going to just throw money in and win it. Um, so I think FM probably has to do things differently and, and target smaller leagues, but obviously, you know, kind of emerging leagues as well. So that was interesting to hear that. Obviously, it's kind of what I, what I expected to hear. Obviously, Premier League is unattainable, but it's interesting to know that, you know, Germany was attainable for that reason. Tony, is there any, is there any, sorry, Dan, is there any, like, appetite to make, like, say the badges, for example? I think they're horrendous. Is, is there no way or appetite to make them maybe very close to the real thing, but not breaching anything? Or, yeah, or do they not want to go, even go there? Obviously, that didn't come up in discussion. I didn't ask that, but it's a, it's a good point. Um, there must be some real sensitivity of how close you can get it yeah. before you get you get a, a call. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think you're right. I think the the club logos could be tailored in a way that they're slightly more well, there's more variations of them. Yeah, I because so. you do see you do see the same style, but like just a different color. Um, so yeah, I don't know what you could do, but they have to be very careful. I imagine. Mm. Because if you make it look anything like it, it could it could uh, breach any any exclusivity of another company. Yeah, presumably though, uh, once Brexit comes, uh, it's free reign. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think we might have bigger headaches at that point. <laughs> Brexit, <if I'm> <laughs> especially you, Ed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll just say bye. I'll need a visa to come over and see anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. um Final question. Um, whilst you were there, did you ask him to boost Penarol's, um to make you look better this year after a trophyless FM19? I didn't, no. Um, I don't think they care really what I do, to be honest, if I'm honest. I don't know. I didn't really talk about my save. Obviously, South, South America came up a little bit. Um, I think Tom was saying about how it's hard to do those kind of leagues, and I was like, well, yeah, I just wrote like a whole league guide series about all the changing structures and how every year Argentina changes for the next five years and stuff. Um, but I never actually said that, oh, I'm, I'm Penarol managers. I'm the manager there for 20 F and 20. You know, I, I don't assume that they read my blog to be honest. Um, but no, you know, if I want to edit, I can edit it. If I'm honest. So they should rather do that then. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, gave, they, they gave me a little crib sheet and said, okay, this is the guy you want to put potential up and stuff, how you do it. So that's all good. <laughs> um, but no, no I don't, no, I don't think anyone though. anyone chatted their save, really. I don't... We had a... Obviously, at the end of the evening, we went to the hotel, uh, and Guido was there, speaking Schreikerisch. Uh, he, did, he, <laughs> he did ask me what I was doing for FM20. I, I spoke about, you know, how I'm managing... Uh, Peñarol and how I'm going to be managing the under-20s of the Uruguay national team and how I would like to like have a have a system where I kind of move players between those two teams and focus on youth development. He was quite interested in that. Um, and then Samo and I spoke about his save and my save. Um, so yeah, we didn't speak too much about it, but it was it was good because we're moving towards FM20 now. So yeah. well, um, I think it's really good how the um, they obviously got the visual graders in a couple of weeks ago. They got you in this time. There seems to be 
after so many complaints that there's no um, look at the community the last few years, like you went, you went last year for the um, capture event, that there was actually seemed to be a lot more connection to the community. I think um, um, Curtis sort of started it off, but Dom and Tom have really taken it on that a little bit more now. And yeah, definitely. I think I think, I think they have done. They've and I, I probably probably was the right decision this year to split like the visuals into the alpha capture and then bloggers maybe more of a kind of like forum discussion. Um, I don't want to sound too critical, but I think perhaps the visuals is kind of like trying to get first in the market with the videos. It's very much, you know, they, they sit down and they want to record their videos and just plough through it to get videos out and content out for the next three or four days coming. Whereas kind of the bloggers, when we were here, we were just kind of like chatting about ideas and collaborations and just I suppose blog, that, um, I guess. When, when the visuals, when the, the beta went out, yeah. So they, it was like first hands-on, I suppose, when you went the beta with all the Yeah, and I, I think that, that, to be fair, has a has a factor on what they wanted to do with their event. Um, I'm not slating their event, I'm just saying, but, you know, their much was very much geared to output of content, whereas yeah, yeah, yeah. ours was about the kind of, like, thinking ahead for the FM20 cycle and what we do with Byline. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Thank you, mate. Um, and hopefully um, it's something, obviously, the more writers and byline, the more events they do, the more people get to experience these things. Um, yeah, that's good. And it was good, obviously, it's like seeing Samo and stuff. So, uh, Samo and I have been speaking for like four and a bit years. Um, to meet him and stuff was really good. Who was the biggest fanboy, you or Samo? I think Samo was, I'll be oh, honest. Yeah. He was begging for a selfie. Can I? <laughs> can we have a selfie now? And I'm like, just like, I'll give it a minute. Come on, let's just focus. Come on, I've got a really good space outside with the, with the pull-up <laughs> banner. I was like, okay. Can I tweet it, Tony? Can I tweet it? I'm like, yeah, just tweet it. Just get it out. Um, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> but no, it's good. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, so I suppose this brings close into the pod. Obviously, any other business, um, just a any chat around FM20 or the beta you want to do. I just wanted to ask you, Dan, about the Free Brothers. Obviously, you've finished your Grasshoppers. Yep. Say, if you got promoted, well done. Yes. Um, James was expected to finish ninth with his Studentes and finished ninth. Brilliant. Glass ceiling. He, yeah, he, he saw the glass ceiling, didn't write about it, and shat his pants. Um, <laughs> Ted Redwood Gaming, obviously... He's now trying to get Lauren up, but he's kind of, I think he's kind of cried wolf and said he's got a laptop charger problem, isn't he? Yeah, I think he realised it was so easy, he didn't want to embarrass you, so he pretended <laughs> his laptop charger was not working. Or he found it too hard, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, obviously thanks for bringing life in a blog post, obviously my old save, it was really, it was really good to follow. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you. Um, so... Anything to shout out from us, guys? Obviously, I haven't... Obviously, Edie's post. Yeah. If you haven't read it, yep. give it a read. Yep. Um, Tony's obviously done a post or two now about his save. Yeah, I, I, I did my reveal with Penyroll. It felt it feels like a month ago now. I think it's about two or three weeks, but there's been so many good posts since then. Probably people have forgotten about it, but that is on my site if we want to visit fmgrasshopper.com and read it again. It's outlining why I chose that club for FM20 um, and obviously since then I've done all these South American guides so if anyone's still thinking about a save or not, not knowing where they want to go 
um, just try South America. Read, read my league guide, my club guide, and the Wonder Kid guides. Obviously, I had real help from um, Vincent Guzman, who knows his stuff in South America. Um, you might just read that and be inspired to, to, to join me in South America. I think more people could play out there. It's, a, it's yeah, a really South fun. South America's great. Yeah. It's good fun. Yeah. It's, it's scary. And, it still um, scares me, the whole systems down there, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, the, the league guide, honestly. I started drafting it in May and only finished it in uh, October. <laughs> it was back and forth and then things change. You've got to go back and edit that. It just uh, We got there in the end. Um, and even then, even then in the first week of me publishing it, uh, Comnibol changed the location for the Copa Sudamericana. So I haven't edited that, <laughs> but it just shows you that like, even whatever you put out, it still changes within a week. It's just South America. But it, uh-huh. it, it should last a little bit longer than that in terms of its relevance, at least a year, I'd say. And um, yeah, it was never really good. And um, obviously I released my first Bolton post on Monday. Yep. I was very good, Dan. People seem to love it. Um, Thank you very much. A very original choice. A very original choice. <laughs> but but um, I have another post come out this Monday. Excellent. Yeah, it I, is good I, to I have. I really like uh, your, your idea, Dan, for your save and, and the way you're trying to stick to, to real life rather than just firing a whole load of loans and things and, and sort of do the hacks yeah. that people always do. And uh, we've all done. Mm. I've, I did them last year. But uh, yeah, I think it'd be really good to see how far you can take them, and and, and you've, you, you, yeah, way you write is very good. I think it's just every time you read it, you go, "Well, that seems sensible." That, oh yeah, well, that's obvious. Or, but but a lot of <laughs> a lot of blog posts aren't like that, you know. Well, t- Tony, I tell you, if you if you meet me, if you get lucky enough, oh. I'm actually quite a sensible person. <laughs> yeah, really? obviously, it, yeah, obviously, there's a there's a piss taking element to Dan. Obviously, um, when you meet him, he's very big. Not not big, so that's the wrong word. Tall, very tall, like domineering. You kind of think, oh shit, he's he's big. Um, <laughs> that's what and, she said. Yeah, and he does. The thing is, he does talk sense though. Even just sometimes he's a bit of a piss taker. You don't really know what to do, but he's he's a lovable rogue, really. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can get that feeling from his bob place. They just says it like it is, I guess. <laughs> it's good. That's right. Well, I think that wraps it up, doesn't it? I think so. Um, where, I suppose where, you, where, where, where can we find Ed? Just for listeners, I'm Belfast, <laughs> well, uh, East Belfast, yeah, East. Yeah, make sure you come the right side. You know, you'll get lost <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> uh, where can we find you, um, um, FM Easter? I'm at FM Easter on Twitter, and uh, the website is www.fmeaster.wordpress.com. I'm not quite big enough yet to dump the, the free WordPress. You know. Well, you know, maybe this year or next year we can we can look into that. Yeah, we can all strive to things, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- thank you for coming on. I've really yeah, enjoyed it. Thanks it. very much. Yeah. Um, thanks, mate. Thanks enjoyed the game. On. I enjoyed hearing a bit more about Chernobyl. It's very good, and I just really can't wait for you to start editing and then start playing. I'd be looking forward yeah, to following. Yeah, but it's okay yeah. as long as you'll get sacked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the first aim of anyone, really. Like it, it could happen to me. It could, it could happen to Dan. It just we don't know, really. Yeah. Uh, just got to ride through those ropey first three or four months and then, then we're good, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> okay then, guys. Cheers, bye. Bye. See you again. Thanks for listening. Bye.